Hey, squaddies. Welcome to this week's episode of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're airing one of our most popular episodes from the past three years. We have hundreds of episodes now, and lately we've been replaying the most well-received and listened to episodes, and you all have been loving it. We're going to keep giving you what you want and give new squaddies the chance to hear past episodes without having to go digging through the archives. New episodes are still launching every other week, while classics like this are airing in between. Enjoy Enjoy the show and happy Travel Tuesday. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Travel Squad Podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. So grab your tickets, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hello. Hey. Welcome to episode 53 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're going to discuss our best road trip tips for you guys to take the most epic road trip journey ever. Road trips are all the rage right now, pretty much because that's all we can do. We can't really leave the country, but lucky for us here in America, we have so much stuff to see right here in our own country. Yeah, and road trips can be a really great low-budget way to see the country and get to experience parts of it that you would never see otherwise. Jamal and I have been planning so many different road trips, and they're road trips that I never had on my register before, and I'm super excited to take them. Yes. So get ready to have loads of fun on this episode, but make sure that you buckle up and do not drink and drive. Very good tips on that one, Zana. You always want safety first when you're behind the wheel on those road trips. Yes. So as always, we're going to start the episode off with some road trip travel tips to kick off the episode. Brittany, you always have one thing that you always do on a trip, regardless of if it's a road trip or any other one, but this definitely does fit the road trip 
theme. So why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. So I always, on every trip, I download offline maps for the area that I'll be in. And it's because you never know when your cell phone service is going to cut out. So it's better to be prepared and have the offline maps than be stuck and not have a way to get to where you're going to next. Yes, because we did one time drive through the southern eastern portion of Oklahoma and I know you think that there would be a lot of cell service out there, but there was not. <laughs> it threw me for a whole loop because I was expecting tons of service out in the middle of southeastern <laughs> Oklahoma. <right now. laughs> but no, that's a very good tip. You always have to have it, especially if you're going to be in the mountain areas. It's always clutch to have that so you don't get lost. Yes. And you also want to make sure that you clean your car before you go, because there's people like Kim and I who are sitting <laughs> in the back seat. And if you have junk back there, granted, we always rent our cars, but still make sure that it is clean. And if you're OCD like me, clean it up as you go when you take those stops at gas stations and convenience stores and unload all the crap. You know, Kim, I'm going to call you out from our last road trip because you left your Starbucks in the back of my car. And I was like, what the fuck, Kim? <laughs> oh, that's because we went to my house instead of a gas station. <laughs> so you don't take the trash in your own home, but you throw it I must it have missed it that time. Uh -huh. <laughs> so when you get home from your road trip, leave all your shit in your car. <laughs> yeah. Another tip that we have is to make sure that you check your AAA coverage. And you never know when you're going to be in the situation where you're, you might pop a tire, your car breaks down. So it's important to know how many miles you can be towed. And I actually recently upgraded because I do a lot of driving just in my general life for work. And so we felt like it was really important to upgrade our AAA coverage so that if we were in this situation, it would cover us anyways. Yeah. And for a road trip, it makes so much sense to do that because again, you could be out in the middle of nowhere. Does it matter? if it's the desert, the mountains, it could be easily 50 to 100 miles to the next town. And most towing coverages that you have, whether it be through AAA or even your own insurance for that matter, gives you very limited range. So if you're going to be taking an epic road trip, always look into doing that upgrade, even if it's for the month that you do go, just to have that extra protection. Yeah, shout out to AAA because I once ran out of gas and they came and they saved me, but it wasn't that much. <laughs> that happened to me too. <laughs> See, you could even run out of gas on your road trip. And AAA has got your back. And as Jamal said, you know, we might be going to remote places. And so it's really important for you to carry cash because some of these smaller towns or remote places might not take card or might charge a fee to use their card. So always carrying cash as a backup is a good way to be prepared. You also want to get a larger car. If you're flying somewhere and you're renting it and you have that option, you're going to have a ton of luggage that you kind of just want to have the room to store away. And then if you want to take a nap in the back seat, you want to have room for that too. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go cheap and obviously the smaller cars are more affordable, but just splurging a little bit to get the SUV to get that space is so luxurious. Oh, yeah, I can attest to it. You know, it's luxurious because I have my high elevation as being the driver of the group. But when I see you ladies sleeping in the back, <laughs> more specifically, Zena and Kim, I often do get a little bit jealous and think to myself, why are we spoiling these ladies with such luxury in the back? What are you talking about? When we went to Hawaii, you insisted that we needed a four wheel. Well, that oh, was. Oh, and me and yeah. Zena weren't there for that one. No, it wasn't. We went to Kauai. Remember, he said we're oh. going to be doing a lot of off roading. 
Oh, yeah. It was like Jurassic Park out there. Right? Dude, we were in the jungle on a volcano. Yeah, I want an SUV. But other places, you know, you don't necessarily need a full size, but definitely at least a midsize SUV. The extra luxury is nice. But again, that is if you are renting a car, flying somewhere, starting your road trip from there. If you don't have an SUV at home and you're actually leaving from home, maybe depending on where you're going, consider renting a car. Yeah, we actually rented a car once and we should have looked more at what we wanted to do and what we wanted to see because there was a hike that we wanted to do that we couldn't get to because we had a car and not a more rugged vehicle. So there's a tip for you too. Another good tip when you're driving is opt to make your stops at truck stops over rest areas. Why sometimes rest areas, they're not necessarily as clean and you would think, oh, truck stop, and I hate to play on stereotypes, but you might think that it's not necessarily clean. But I find when we go to truck stops, plenty of gas pumps, so I'm never really having to wait. Bathrooms are usually relatively clean, always have good food options, whether it be fast food or some sort of mom and pop diner. So I do find them to be better than actual rest stops. So do make them there versus the rest stop. Sometimes they have weird or interesting things to buy or look at too. So that makes it fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. recently there was a truck stop with a whole bunch of cowboy hats that we went, yeehaw, yeehaw, tried them on, why not? I always find in the truck stop bathrooms too, they have some sort of machine that you can pay, it used to be like 50 cents, nowadays with inflation, I guess it's a dollar, but you pay with the coins and it's always some sort of like weigh scale thing to like weigh yourself or get like a little souvenir out of there. And I always find them to have weird little trinkets in the bathroom themselves that you can buy. So it's always fun in that sense. Another tip that we have is to pack toilet paper. You never know when there's not going to be a rest stop or a bathroom, especially in the day and age of COVID. A lot of restaurants and cafes don't have their bathrooms available. So if there's nowhere to pee, you can pack your TP and pee on the side of the road. I mean, even if we weren't in the age of COVID, it's always nice to pee on the side of the road. Sometimes it's better than the bathroom. <laughs> it just brings me a lot of joy to drop trowel on the side of a road. <laughs> it's a lot more enjoyable when you have teepee with it too, isn't it? Kim? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or baby wipes or something like oh, that. Oh, now that's just luxury. <laughs> but if you do, be mindful, pick up your litter. We do, we do. So like when we pee on the side of the road, it's usually, um, you know, we go to the passenger side and you open up the passenger side in the front and the passenger side in the back and then you just pee between the two doors and someone looks out. <laughs> That's how we do it. I mean, so we do have a technique, but obviously we only <laughs> use the side of the road if we are far from a restroom, for example. We don't just decide, hey, let's go on the side of the road. But again... Depending on the road trip and where you're going, you may be in extreme isolation. (laughs) Watch out for those bears. Yeah. And finally, go cheap on hotels since you aren't going to be staying there long anyways. And always, always, always try to find a hotel with breakfast options. Breakfast buffets. I miss them so much. Or a bag lunch. That works too. (laughs) I miss the breakfast buffets. And ideally when COVID is behind us, we can get back to having those at the hotels. But when we say go cheap, we're not saying stay in a place that's dingy. (laughs) But realistically, if you are doing a road trip, you're really going to be stopping for the night. Or if you are staying there a little bit longer, ideally you're going to be out. 
seen things, usually national parks, especially that's a lot of the things that are open with COVID these days. So you're really not going to be spending a lot of time in the room. So do get something that's decent on the cheaper end of things, but definitely don't get yourself a rundown flea bag motel. I would never stay in one. We do not <laughs> recommend fleas. We do not recommend roaches. Bed we bugs. do not, yeah, bed bugs. Like that's not what we're talking about cheap. <laughs> what would you say the least amount we've ever stayed in a hotel overnight was? Probably in the 40s or 60s. Definitely the 60s, maybe the 40s. And then what about amount of time that we've stayed in a hotel? Like what's the lowest least? amount of time? Yeah. Oh, God. Probably like three, four hours. Four hours. <laughs> Oh. And that was a nice one too, that one in Grand Canyon. And that we were like so bummed we couldn't use the pool. Being in a nice hotel makes you want to stay in the hotel. And that's not what a road trip is about. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the Grand Canyon trip that we drove through the night, we got there barely had any time. I would say like about four hours. Yeah. And then the other one was Las Vegas when we were using that as a hub. hub we flew to to in to go oh, to Bryce. Yeah. We were barely in there just as well. So and that was a nice one too. We were like, well, it wasn't nice, nice, but we had a lot of space they gave us. Or yeah. two bathrooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how about the one where we were driving in the worst winter storm ever and we were um, hydroplaning on the road and Brittany had to call because we were going to get there so late, not on purpose, but we were going to get there so late. So they put the key under the that. Yes. Do you remember that? I forget exactly. That was where the that Big Sur, not Big Sur road trip, big if Sur, I recall. Not big Sur. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do we do it, guys? How do we plan the best road trip ever? First, you got to pick your squad. It's kind of a given. Our first pick is going to be this squad here, but sometimes we do take road trips with other people, but see who you're going to go with. And Shout then out to Charlotte. Charlotte filled in <laughs> as an honorary squad member for Zena. And then kind of you could start picking your place. So do you want to do it somewhere you can drive from your house or do you want to fly somewhere and take a road trip from there? See a, a whole new region. Yeah, and a lot of times people think, oh, if I'm taking a road trip, I have to start from home. You do not have to start from home. A really great example is earlier this year, Kim, myself, Jamal, and Charlotte, we all flew into Salt Lake City and we drove to Grand Teton and Yellowstone National Parks. And we had a road trip out in the Wyoming and Montana area. And then we ended our road trip back in Salt Lake City and flew home. And it was amazing. So you can road trip from another part of the country. You just have to fly in and rent a car. And you know, we say this all the time and we're gonna say it again, go online and see where the cheapest destination in the United States is. You know, maybe you're not thinking that that's someplace that you wanna go, but if the price is right, why not? Yeah, definitely let, let the airline prices dictate where you go sometimes. Sometimes those are the funnest trips that I feel like I've taken and we've taken as the squad is places that I've least suspected to have like an exceptional time. Not that I thought it wasn't going to be fun, but I've been pleasantly surprised with places that haven't been high on my radar that we've just gone because it's been really affordable. So do keep that in mind. And a road trip wherever you go will always be epic. Yes. And then also, just to preface, we're not encouraging you to fly into the epicenter of wherever COVID is happening. So be mindful of that. So some other things to keep in mind as you plan your trip, you have to kind of consider how many days it will take you. I love to kind of lay out an itinerary, plan out the days and put in what you think you need to do. So it kind of helps determine how many days do you actually need. And while you're planning the trip, also take into consideration what is the most efficient route of your road trip. And a really good example of that is 
Jamal has already said, we've gone to some remote places. And one of the times we were routed to go through the middle of the nowhere. And we were like, should we go this way? Or should we drive 10 minutes longer and go through a major city? Because they will have bathroom options, lunch options, place to stop and have things for our convenience rather than going into the unknown. I think another thing when planning the most efficient route, once you've decided to go on your road trip and you've picked like your main attraction or attractions of what you want to see, like Brittany was saying, for rest stops and for food options, but if there's other cool things along the way that you can divert 10 minutes to catch or save 10 minutes to get to this other place faster, like add on things along the way too. So it's not just your destination and then back. You're hitting cool things along the way. That's what part of the road trip is. It's not just... The destination, but the journey, the journey along the way. Yeah, and a good <laughs> a good reference to what you just said, Kim, is our Southwest road trip that we did. Obviously, we knew we wanted to go to Grand Canyon, Antelope Canyon, and not to say that we didn't want to go to Horseshoe Bend. It is in that region, but I don't think it was like directly along the way, but it's something that we added on because it's in the region, but you have to make that trip in the most efficient route. And so I think that was a really good point that you yeah, had is adding on those extras. Yeah, time and seeing the most that you can. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you guys know that if you're driving to Vegas, you can see the world's largest thermometer? I mean, look it what? up. What? <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know that. In yeah. Baker. Well, how have I never seen this? Oh, Kim, it's a huge ass thermometer. <laughs> the last big city in California before you get to Vegas has a giant ass thermometer. You it's the largest Wait, what city is this? This is Baker. Baker. Is Baker the one that also has that train truck stop? Or is that Barstow? That's Barstow. Oh, Baker, yeah, yeah, we, Barstow, Barstow. we've been to Baker when we did our desert road trip and went to Death Valley and we went to Pahrump and had some really bomb ass Thai food. <laughs> we came through Baker and we ate at that. Did Greek we go to cafe. the thermometer? Well, it's right there. It was there. right across the street from us. What? <laughs> no, I didn't know that you haven't been it there. Otherwise I would have said something. She's but no, been I mean, there. Like, oh, she just hasn't road trip to it. Baker anyone. <laughs> <laughs> World's largest thermometer coming up. As we're getting back on efficiency, I just want to mention too, as you plan your trip, I like to plan things like either north to south or south to north, depending on what route you're taking. And also if you're going on an island, Jamal and I went to Big Island recently in Hawaii. We started in one city and we basically just took a big circle around the island and just made sure we hit all of the big stops in each of those areas along the way and made sure not to backtrack and planned our days really efficiently that way. Mm-hmm. And squad tip, don't feel like you have to stick to the exact plan. You know, you don't want your schedule to be so rigid that you can't change it. Or if you get disappointed when something comes up, like the world's biggest thermometer <laughs> that causes <laughs> you to divert your plans. Or even when we were in the southern eastern portion of, I keep wanting to say Kentucky, but it was Oklahoma. We passed gas squatch, right? I, I remember gas squatch. It was like Sasquatch. But gas. Yes. It's a sight to be seen. <laughs> it was the only thing that we came across in the southeast corner of Oklahoma that was exciting. Gas squatch. <laughs> Thrilling out there, guys. It was a big Sasquatch out in the middle of nowhere. But again, gas squatch. <laughs> <laughs> so make the time to uh, have fun and don't feel, again, rigid on your plans. So obviously with road trips, you're going to be spending a lot of time in the car. So let's talk about some ways to pass time while we're in the car. I'm just going to say it right off the bat. My favorite thing to do in the car is trivia. I love it when... Yes, you do. Yeah, I love it when the ladies give me 
trivia questions or anything and we'll play apps on our phone with them world capitals state capitals you're really great at geography and history history. and politics you give me those trivia questions i'll blow anybody we gotta we have to challenge you on the next trip with like some pop culture or i know sports trivia maybe i know enough it's not my forte, but I still think I can do quite well, Kim. I tell Jamal all the time he needs to do the Jeopardy. Yes, yeah. he'd be really good at it. I always wanted to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, not because it's a millionaire, but I think that's better suited for me. Even when I watch Jeopardy now, I find it to be quite hard. <laughs> uh, my, Challenge. my favorite trivia was when Kim and I were in the back of the car and Brittany was in the front and we were asking Jamal to name the states that touch Canada from west to east and kim and i were looking at a map to make sure that jamal got it right and at one point kim and i were like nope 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 and jamal's like what are you talking about no check the map and we checked the map and uh he was right he was schooling the girls with the map (laughs) boom in your face so i know jamal's favorite thing is trivia but I think Kim and Zaina's favorite thing is sleeping in the backseat of the oh, car. Oh, yeah. I love me some naps. There is something so calming. Like, I wish I could fall asleep as fast as I do in the backseat of a car, especially after you've had some alcohol. I can't get in a car and stay awake. It's impossible. <laughs> it's so hard. And my favorite thing is to do a photo shoot of you guys sleeping <laughs> in the back seat. It's actually hilarious when we're on trips because we'll sense that Brittany is up to something and we'll like wake up in the middle of her taking a picture, like arm stretched out, kinked neck, like trying to get all of us in it because we're sleeping back there. And then sometimes we don't notice that she's doing something. She's gotten very sly these days. Yeah, Jamal held like a banana in your face <laughs> while I was taking a picture the last but time. But we will definitely see them the second we wake up. Oh my gosh. There are some times that I put a blanket or like um, a sweater over my face because I just don't want to deal with it. Or there also have been times where I could hear like little giggle giggles because <laughs> Kim might not be asleep. And so like the squad is trying to get a picture of all three of them with me. And I'm so tired that I just physically cannot lift my eyeballs to open up and care. And I'm thinking to myself, you're going to care when you wake up. But right now, just fuck it. Let them get the three chains. <laughs> <laughs> my pictures always end up with my mouth open. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> what am I doing? We have one with Kim falling asleep on the seatbelt, leaning forward. <laughs> so some other things that we do to pass time in the car. As a squad, sometimes we work on outlining future episodes. or planning cool stuff to bring you on the podcast. Yeah, and sometimes Kim actually does work on oh. her computer oh, I do, in yes. the backseat of the car. You know, we can also make a music playlist and download that to your phone because if you lose cell service, you won't have that. So again, that's really important to make a playlist and download it to your phone. And I love to clean out my phone as well while we're on a road trip, get rid of old photos, get rid of old notes, just clean up my phone, whatnot. I mean, I wish I could clean out my phone, but again, I'm always (laughs) the one driving, but I do want to reference what you said, Brittany, because that is a really good tip. And we actually mentioned this on a previous episode of ours, episode 13, how to survive a long haul flight on how to kill time. And it is the same thing when you are on a road trip just as well. Do clean out the photos on your phone or any other documents that you may have downloaded, deleted. It's really good downtime to do those little miscellaneous things and it does kill a lot of time. Another thing you should download before taking off on your trip are the Travel Squad podcast episodes. So you can listen to them when you have service or if you don't. 
That is a great tip, Kim. Amazing tip. Always guaranteed to keep you laughing. Also, going back to our tip about picking your crew, we have so many good conversations in the car about everything from current events in the world to dreams and aspirations to jokes and memes and like our quality conversation in our road trips is on point. Absolutely. I get sad when we get to the destination. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably why you always take pictures. You're like, wake up guys, I miss you. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And we can't go on a trip and not start planning another trip. Like at some point on a trip, we're always like, okay, where are we going next? What are we going to do next? What, what can I book now? Oh, have you looked at the flights? Let's, let's look at the flights. How much is the hotel? And we start planning future trips right in the backseat of the car while mm-hmm. we're on a trip. That has happened many times. All right. So you're planned, you're prepped. What do you pack in your car? That's important too. Well, we mentioned this on the tips and we'll just bring it up again because this is how important it is. And you know the Travel Squad can't really get through an episode without having been on the bathroom subject. And I will say it again, teepee, very vital and important on the road trip. Have that teepee. Upgrade tip, baby wipes. Upgrade, upgrade tip, hand sanitizer. Ooh, look at that. We're talking about like items that are sparse during COVID right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true, but they are essential nonetheless. Other things to pack are snacks. Snacks are so important on a road trip. You never know when you're going to get the munchies and you're going to be craving some snacks. Yes. So some of our favorites are big shout out to Jamal and Brittany for introducing me to it. The peanut butter monster mix from Target. So good. So good. It's one of my favorite trail mixes. Is it really necessarily the best in terms of health? Because sometimes when you think of trail mix, you might want it to be a little bit more healthy. Not really. But this one is always hitting the spot real freaking nice for me. The peanut butter monster. I love it. Can't go on a road trip without it. It's also good to always have some granola bars or fig bars just to have just in case. And some fruit. Some fruit. Yes, absolutely. And Kim, you love to travel with beef jerky. Love my beef. <laughs> <laughs> you always love those long sticks of beef in your mouth, huh, Kim? Mm-hmm. Extra long ones. <laughs> Extra long. I, I'm not really like so much about like, I don't care how long the sausage is. I care more about the girth of the sausage. Mm, the thickness <laughs> of wanna, it. You want to exactly. take a nice big bite, huh? <laughs> know it you know it just fill my entire mouth with it one of my favorites is believe it or not squirt and chili (laughs) limon lays chips so bomb i used to have that all the time when i went on road trips when i was younger yeah 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 but i used to have that all the time when i went on road trips with my guy friends when we still lived up in woodland before we had the travel squad crew so I very rarely these days get the squirt and chili limon, but when I do, it's very nostalgic. And I recommend to anybody, try that combination mix. You're going to love it. Who doesn't love a little bit of squirt? I love a lot of squirt. (laughs) (laughs) Jamal, you're missing Gordettos on the show notes. No, yeah, they're not on here for a specific reason. I was on a road trip one time and got sick after having Gordettos. Was it the Gordettos that did it to me? Absolutely not. I had an inflamed appendix and I had to fly home from my destination. That's a long story. We'll save it for another time. But let me tell you, I can't eat Gordettos on a road trip anymore. It definitely affects me mentally. I didn't know I love Gordettos. I love them too. I love the ride trips with the mustard flavor that they have on it, but I definitely can't have them anymore on a road trip. Brittany, way to bring that up and uh, rub that salt in the wound. Well, you know what, Jamal? I used to love Gordettos, but I only loved it because I would wash it down with Diet Coke. I don't drink Diet Coke anymore, so I don't eat Gordettos anymore. 
for me, another good snack to have, I don't know if it's really a snack, but do have a Red Bull, especially if you're the driver. You want to have a little bit of energy if Monster's your thing or whatever energy drink, but they are nice to have. And we are going over snacks because they're so important because truly sometimes you don't know when the next little bit of civilization is going to be where you can get something at a gas station or even go into a grocery store in town and pick up something fresh like fruit, like Kim mentioned. Those are always clutch to have. So you do want to have them on you and you never know when you're going to be in a pinch and need that food gum is also really helpful to have especially to pop your ears if you're going through the river in the woods and then also candy is better than chocolate because you never know when chocolate may melt unless of course you bring an ice chest on your road trip which you should definitely do and you can put the chocolate in the ice chest so it doesn't melt you can also meal prep sandwiches or breakfast burritos or like actual food so you don't have to always eat fast food great tip so the ice chest is really clutch i mean if you are flying somewhere and starting your road trip from there it's going to be really hard to have the ice chest but if you are leaving from home it's just so great to have that meal prep stuff for sandwiches or any other type of food definitely saves money along the way that you don't have to spend in the restaurant so really clutch with the ice chest and you never want to forget to bring a phone charger for the car because you are going to be in the car for a very long time between taking pictures of the girls in the back seat and <laughs> mapping to the next destination and working from your phone phone charger is clutch and i actually just recently bought one that holds more than one usb it holds two so it can charge two phones at once Ooh, look at you all fancy Brittany. Ooh, and then upgrade <laughs> also you can bring a portable charger and what would this episode be if we didn't remind you to bring a change of underwear all right seriously who put it on the show notes this time there's always the running joke who put it on i mean i feel like it, i would have but i don't remember actually putting it on because i remember doing something else when we were outlining this my vote's on kim <laughs> me yeah I don't know. Maybe it was Brit. No, it maybe it was. wasn't me. I would remember. Well, we all think that you should bring a change of underwear. So bring a change of underwear, but bring two. Why <laughs> Enough not? to shit yourself five times a day, right, Kim? That's yeah, why she put it know. on there. That's her line. <laughs> <laughs> I personally love bringing blankets on road trips because the car can vary temperatures. It can be really hot on the outside, but the, we're having the AC on the inside and all of that air just blasting on you. Or if you're cold. sitting in the front and then the people in the back aren't getting the air, but you're getting blasted out. Yeah. Blanket or to is just so important. Put it up and hide the sun because I don't know why, but anytime Kim and I are in the back seat, I feel like I always get the side of the sun. And yet Kim also feels like she always gets the side of the sun. Mm -hmm. And if you're going on long road trips where you're going to be traveling at night at all, bring a pillow, bring the blanket, bring earplugs, bring your face mask, like totally tune out, make that back seat your hotel room. I love how you say it. Like <laughs> if you're driving at night when that's like your norm in the middle of the day. <laughs> Some people are a little nocturnal like that. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were driving through the night to get to the Grand Canyon. That's a really good point, Zana. That brings us to let's talk about a few of our memorable memories on road trips. And on our way to the Grand Canyon was a memorable one. And tell us what happened. Well, I think what you're referencing is the time that I almost totaled our recently paid off vehicle. <laughs> Am I correct? Is correct. that what we're talking about? Yeah. So the squad decided one night, hey, we're just going to leave on a Friday after work. I think by the time we all got off work and met together with each other, it was 5 p.m. 
And don't forget picking up the Costco pizza. Uh, we picked up a Costco pizza, too, for the road, so we got off to a little bit later of a start. Very good point, Zena. And this was in December, so the sun sets definitely early into the evening. And so most of the drive was at night. And we get into Arizona finally. And when you get into Arizona, we lost an hour just as well. So it made it to be a little bit later at night. But we were getting real close to our hotel. I mean, we were really like three to four miles away from our hotel, driving through forested areas like right before we got to the Grand Canyon, which totally threw me off because when you see photos of the Grand Canyon, you really think it's just barren, but there is a forest up there. Let me tell you that <laughs> if you didn't know and have never been. And so to my surprise, not knowing that there was a forest up there, literally a few miles from the hotel, out of nowhere, a big giant moose or elk just darts out into the middle of the road and I had to slam on the brakes and I literally almost hit that thing. And let me tell you something, uh, it would have totaled our vehicle. You don't really realize how big those animals are until you're really up close. And I remember- Or more than oh, just yeah. the vehicle. Oh yeah. And obviously I wouldn't want to have anybody in the car get injured, let alone injure wildlife. But I remember thinking to myself, oh, thank God I didn't hit that because Brittany and I had just finished paying off that car like a month beforehand. <laughs> I would have been pissed if I totaled it. Kim and I were asleep in the back seat. So you slammed on the brakes so hard that we woke up. So luckily you saw that. And I just remember waking up and hearing Jamal say, oh, if I hit that elk, I would have been so pissed. Brittany and I just paid off this car. <laughs> <laughs> Another good memorable memory is when we actually recently went to Grand Teton National Park. We were driving to Yellowstone National Park and we saw two juvenile grizzly bears that were just um, on the side of the road, literally probably no more than 20 feet away from us, even closer at times. And we just saw them digging for berries and critters on the side of the road. And it was amazing. That was really epic seeing the grizzly bears. I've seen a black bear in person before, but this was my first time seeing grizzlies in nature, and it was so, so exciting. And that's a really cool part about road trips, especially if you're going up into the mountains or national parks. You really will see a lot of wildlife, and I just can't describe how exciting that is. It really is exciting to just think like, wow, like these animals are here and not too far really from where we are in regular civilization. I mean, we're in their home. It was that. such a cool thing to see. Another one of our funniest stories we have from one of our first road trips we took together was on our Sequoia Kings Canyon trip where we did a massive 16 mile hike, I think it was. Yep in the middle of winter where we got lost and we were near starvation. And when we got back into the car to continue on with our road trip, we split four ways, half of a stale banana flavored bagel that Zena had been trying to push on us all weekend. <laughs> and yeah. that half a bagel in, in the car was glorious. I mean, I remember thinking to myself all before we did that hike, Zaina just trying to say, does anyone want this bagel? And I kept thinking to myself, shut the fuck up. No one wants that bagel. But that 16 mile hike was a very unexpected hike. Kim wanted to make it longer because there was snow that was blocking the main road to the trailhead. So she's like, oh, what's another couple miles on it? But anyway, <laughs> we ended up getting lost and we had no snacks on us for the hike because we weren't expecting it to be that long. So we were exhausted at the end of it nonetheless. And so 
I can't tell you how delicious a stale banana flavored bagel actually was. So anytime I think of road trips, I do think of that story. But one of my personal favorites is our Southwest road trip that we did. And this goes back to one of our tips, not having like a specific rigid plan and finding things that are in your stop location and doing it. And we were in Mesquite, Nevada, which is on the border of Nevada and Arizona. And we ended up going to play bingo. And does anyone remember what a shit show bingo was? And by shit show, For I you. mean, what a great time. Remember yeah. your freak out? <laughs> well, I remember Kim. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, Kim's the one that suggested it. She's like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so much fun. So we're like, Love totally bingo. go with the flow. We're like, okay. And oh my gosh, it is so fast. B35, B35, who wants B35? I2, I2, in 24. Like, it's so crazy. They don't even breathe between the numbers. I know, like, I'm so sorry to the bingo MCs because I just went so slow. It was super fun, but... I, in my defense, because you guys called me out for freak out, I had a lot to drink that night and I was panicking because I wanted to win because you guys know my competitive <laughs> edge that I had. And I was like freaking out, like, how am I supposed to win if I can't even keep up? And it was a fun little shit show, but in a good way. Yeah. And I'll always remember that trip. It makes me always want to play bingo, even though it's so freaking stressful. Yes. And so just spoiler alert, none of us won that night. <laughs> none of us. And you know who won? Everyone playing the machines. And let me tell you something. That's the new hack i'm giving it out here to you guys squad tip you play bingo don't think it's going to be fun and do the blotters play the machines everybody that was winning was playing the machines i was so excited i had a pink blotter and everything nope <laughs> <laughs> okay and one last memorable memory on the road trip you guys i had to have been about five years old and i think we were driving through utah or something uh somewhere around there and i had to pee so my parents stopped on the side of the road so i could pee because you know i'm five years old anyways my mom is helping me pull my pants down so I can pee and I start to run forward with my pants between my legs and my mom's like where are you going and I run to go pick up a $20 bill and my mom's like oh my god Zaina just found a $20 bill and so she tells my dad and then my dad comes around and then all of a sudden the entire family is searching for money because I guess someone dropped their suitcase full of money or something over there and we ended up finding $300 and my dad branded it Zaina's lucky piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, I was, if you were five, I was younger, like three, and I don't remember that. But I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that story being told in the family. But $300 <laughs> back then when you were five was a lot of money. That's like finding close to like $1,000 out on, there on the road. Yeah, I so, didn't get to keep any of it. And that's another squad <laughs> tip why we say have that teepee. You know, if you got to go on the side of the road, you might be lucky like Zana and find some cash out there. <laughs> So thinking about all of these memories makes me really want to take a road trip. And let's talk about some road trip ideas that we want to share with all of our listeners. Well, one of them, I would say, and again, just right now, keeping with the theme of COVID and a lot of places, not necessarily on lockdown, but restrictive on what you can actually do. The national parks right now are really, really big in terms of visitation and actual legitimate things to do. And one of the best road trips that you can actually take is flying into Utah and doing Utah's five national parks. And you can actually make that a circle and spend a good amount of time hitting all five of Utah's national parks. And I've already mentioned it several times, but we did the road trip between Grand Tetons National Park and Yellowstone National Park. And those are two of the most amazing national parks I've ever been to. They're so beautiful. They're so unique. And I definitely recommend them. 
I second that. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. Would do again? I would. (laughs) I love Grand Tetons. And I also love Utah because I found $300. And we've also talked about the American Southwest road trip that the squad has been on. We went to the Grand Canyon, Antelope Canyon, as well as Valley of the Fire State Park, which was a great road trip if you're looking to start in the American Southwest. I love that we're all from Northern California. We've done a road trip that hit the Redwoods, Crater Lake in Oregon, and Lassen National Park as well, which is a great road trip for anyone in Northern California. Absolutely. And keeping with the theme, you could even go to Arizona. Arizona has three national parks. You can make the loop and do that. Florida has three national parks out there. We have an episode on Florida's national parks that just recently came out. So do check that out if you haven't already to get some ideas for that. But there's just so many great ideas. One in particular that I would highly, highly recommend, and this is just me being partial to California, do a Yosemite National Park, Kings Canyon National Park, Sequoia National Park. They're not very far from each other. They're in the same Sierra Nevada mountain chain. So very easy to complete all three of those and have yourself a good time as well. I think another cool road trip to do would be a cross-country road trip where you can hit a bunch of random stuff in the middle of the country that's probably open right now, even with COVID. And then another one that we have done before, we've attempted to do before, the Big Sur, not Big Sur road trip is the road trip up Highway 1 in California. Iconic road, beautiful scenery when there's not a major landslide preventing your path. Another road trip we actually did plan but haven't been able to go on is the road trip of the South. We were supposed to go on a road trip landing us in Tennessee, going to Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, and flying out of Georgia. And unfortunately, due to COVID, we did have to cancel that trip that we planned. For now, it's postponed till a later date. I'm so sad. That would have been my birthday trip, and we were calling it the South in the Mouth. South in the Mouth. And we still will have that South in our mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Any other epic road trips that you ladies could think of? I mean, there's so many that you guys can do out there, but you know we love the national parks. That's why we're hyping on those ones, and they are very relevant right now given the current situation. So that's why we're hyping them up. But so many great ideas out there that you guys can do and have an epic time. So speaking of the national parks, we have been working tirelessly on creating itineraries for you guys, and we do have some coming out, and we're so excited to release them. The first one that we did was the Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park trip, but we have so many more coming your way, and we are so excited to announce that we are making itineraries for you guys to check out. And these are super comprehensive and super thorough. Where we stayed, options for you if you don't want to stay where we stayed, what to do from sunup until sundown, places to eat, super, super, super comprehensive so you don't have to do anything. Yeah, so we even get down to the mileage from one place to the next. So it literally takes all the research and guessing out of the trip for you. We're going to be selling them on their site and announcing it on our social media when we have them up and ready. So be looking out for those. And then I just want to say one last thing on the topics of road trips. National parks are, of course, one of the best places to see most beautiful places in our country. But don't think a road trip has to be something where you take time off of work or go on this big extended trip with a whole crew. It could be you and one other friend jump in your car and just take a day trip three, four hours up the road to a cool destination like Solvang from San Diego or even LA. I have one memory of doing a girl's day in LA where we just road tripped up there. We packed popcorn. We loaded up the car. I played music. It was fun. 
bopped around LA, came back, caught the Disneyland fireworks from the freeway. Still one of my favorite like day trips, road trips to this day. Yeah, road trips can be as short or as long as you want them to be from just a few hours to several days. There's so much you can do and you don't have to take a lot of time off to do a road trip. And they can help fill in the gaps of depression from all the trips you can't go on this year. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many weekenders that we've taken that have just been like road trips that have been two, three days, you know, leave on a Friday, get back to work on a Monday. So very good point, Kim. They don't need to be that epic ones. Even if they're just short and sweet, they're amazing. Nonetheless, super fun. All right. Now it's that time of the week. Ooh, question. 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 Of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Yeah. All right. Since it's your favorite time, Kim, why don't you tell us our question that we have? Okay. This one's coming from Ricky from North Carolina. He's asking, what is one road trip you want to take? Ooh, Ricky. I can't wait for the day that we do an RV trip across the country. That's a great one. So unsuspecting, but one of my road trips that I do want to take is to fly into Denver, Colorado drive up to South Dakota and go to Badlands National Park, Mount Rushmore, and then drive up to North Dakota as well and see some of the national parks up there and then drive back down to Colorado. Very unsuspecting, the Dakotas, (laughs) huh? Well, I'm on it with Zane on what she was saying about the RV. But for me, two things. I really do want to do a cross country road trip and i think it'd be fun to either drive like interstate 90 in the north or interstate 80 across or even 10 on the south portion and just go from west coast to east coast east to west doesn't really matter and if that happens to be in an rv zana all the better because i've been on an (laughs) rv rage as of late with covid thinking like where can I stay that aren't in hotels if I want to minimize risk, cook my own food, restaurants are closed. So I think that would be absolutely epic. And to do it in an RV, I think would just be absolutely amazing. But that one would need to invest a lot, a lot of time, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to do it one of these days. Yeah. And we yeah. have looked into it too. Like how much is it going to cost to rent an RV? All the things that we're going to need, because there's a lot of unsuspecting things that we didn't think of. But Ricky, I promise you one of these days, we're going to bring you a um, RV trip episode and I can't wait for that one. And then for me, I have two domestic in the US. I would love to do a fully up and down the coast. I live on the West Coast. so I'm not that excited about it. I've seen most of it, but I would love to do Maine to Florida all the way down. I think that'd be so cool. That would be an awesome one. And then internationally, I would love to do the Iceland Ring of Fire. Oh, that's awesome. That would be a nice one. Real solid one. I know. Once you said that, I was like, okay. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You got me going. Although Although West Coast is the best coast. It sure is, but I have been up and down and all in around this West Coast. No, I know, I know. i got to do something new. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to us. Please make sure to follow us on all the places, Instagram, YouTube, Travel Squad Podcast. We also have a Facebook community group called Travel Squad Mob. Join that. Super fun. And be sure to send us in your questions of the week. If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please make sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, guys, you know, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. And stay tuned for next week's episode. We are staying close to home and exploring our own backyard and pigging out on some of San Diego's best tacos. Ooh. Ooh.
Taco Tuesday. Love me a taco. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.